Thank you for listening to the following films podcast. Today I'm joined by Sarah Hennessy, an actress best known for her work in The Contract with John Cusack and Morgan Freeman, as well as Double Identity with Val Kilmer. I had her on the show today to talk about her latest film, The Surprise Visit, which will be available on January 14th. Hope you enjoy the show. Thanks. <laughs> How are you today? Christopher, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you so much for taking the time to do this today. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you. I know it's it's holidays, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is, and I, and I just finished up the film, and um, nothing like uh, the surprise visit to get you in the mood for the holidays. So. <laughs> right. Just don't plan any surprise visits to your family home. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, the, to say, what did you think is, of the film? Did you enjoy it? I enjoyed it. I did. I did. Um, it was awesome. something that, but this is, your name is all over this thing. This is something that was clearly a passion project for you with the, you were involved in the story. You're a producer on it. You're one of the stars of the film. Well, what was it about this that made this to be a story that you were so heavily involved in? Um, so we originally wanted to make another film on the property uh, last year, March. It was a horror film involving children. And then the pandemic hit and we figured out that we weren't going to be able to shoot with kids during a pandemic. <laughs> so we wanted to come up with another idea, obviously, that it was that it was kind of COVID friendly, for want of a better word, you know, limited cast, limited crew, uh, if we could. And uh, we kind of started off with the idea of the strangers. I know our film has nothing to do with it but we thought you know it's a film made with two people and everybody else is in masks great <laughs> it's pandemic friendly <laughs> everybody's in masks um so we started off with that idea and we we're kind of brainstorming and trying to come up because we really wanted to film on this estate and um my then boyfriend and husband at the time kept telling us well there was this theft that occurred on this estate and it was you know two drug addicts and and the, the they were one of them was the son of the groundskeeper and he kept telling us the story and we were like okay well it's a theft and i'm sure it was very traumatic for everybody involved um but it's it's you know it's it's a theft and it's you know and then we started to explore that idea and and, uh, and then we came up with the surprise visit there you go so i am it maybe invested in it because you know it it happened on the estate we shot on and and it was personal to my husband and so um yeah a lot of factors really and then the, the the estate that we're shooting on this, where where is this? Because it's a beautiful location. It reminded me a lot. I used to live in Delaware, and it reminded me of the Brandywine Valley. And I'm, I wasn't sure where this was shot. It's in Virginia. It's in Northern okay. Virginia. Uh-huh. It's absolutely beautiful. So, and it's, uh, I mean, that does it's so much. Stunning. I, mean, I assume this is a smaller budget film, but because of where you're shooting, it feels, I think, much larger than it really actually probably it feels was. Much larger, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody who watches it goes, "Wow, it looks like it was an expensive film because of, you know our shooting locations." But we were just lucky enough. But yeah, um, it, it is it's very stunning, and especially in the fall. And uh, we had the backdrop of, you know, beautiful Virginia and all the colors and trees. And I mean, uh, filming, uh, well, the cinematography was really stunning as well. So it's, uh, it's, it's, it's a scary movie, but it looks really good. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it, it is. It's, it's a, it's a tense film. Um, it is. And it get and it, just when you don't think it's going to get darker, it gets darker and it continually builds on itself. And there's a momentum uh, to the film that just is constantly 
one-upping what you think it has in store. And I think that has a lot to do not only with the plot, those elements of it, but it's really a performance film first. I think that this is about the actors, these four actors that you really have at the center of this film. Um, Could you talk a little bit about the casting process for this film? Wow. Um, so we obviously knew that the the chemistry between Casey and Annabelle was going to be very paramount to the film. Uh, we wanted to cast locally. We did find, you know, like with Trisha, our Trisha Horn, my mother, she's a local actress and wonderful. Um, but uh, it, it, it was, um, it, they were very, very, crucial uh, to the, to the whole story and they had to be believable. And, and we also had to kind of like them a little bit. They, you know, we had to sympathize with their struggle because they're just lost. They're drug addicts. They're out down and out, you know, they're living in a broken down RV. And uh, so I look, we looked at 3000 girls for the role of Annabelle and two that well go young women and yeah. uh, 2000 uh, young men for the role of Casey and um, and uh, Jackie Venny just really wowed us because we kind of had our mind on, an, on, an, on another actress. We were down to about three or four. She was one of them. And then, and then, uh, and in the callback, we asked them all to, to kind of improv and go off script and, Jackie just she slugged that thing out of the park like it was it was and we were just like wow I she won the role and you know she won us all over she was really phenomenal uh she's very very talented young young lady and uh and then Robbery Orden um there, there was four or five of us choosing you know the the characters and and again we had about five uh, young men uh we we it down to five young men and uh and then we also asked them to improv and um and also the chemistry read was really interesting because we're doing a chemistry read on zoom of all places and then uh we 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 really had rob and another young uh actor for the role of casey in mind we were down to two actors and then uh in the in the zoom callback uh nick asked him to improv and he said i i want you to really reach out and and comfort her your partner and the one actor that we were really dead set on did this and we were like, that's a very defensive mode. That's like I'm I'm blocking you. And yeah. and and it's really hard to reach out when you're on a screen, you're not even in the same room. And then and then um and then our Casey Robbery Orden was became he he tried to be very caring and trying to placate his partner because you know she was terrorized by what was going on. And he really reached out kind of out of the screen, and we were like, wow. So there you go. Zoom callback <laughs> worked actually because <laughs> they, they yeah. they're, they're absolutely believable as a couple. And if you don't, if that relationship doesn't work, your movie falls apart completely because it's it, really it, dependent on the two of them working. And it really, and, and it was so beautiful to watch them together because they I kind of became, they hit it off when they met in person as well. And they were very kind and caring and supportive and, and helpful for one another because they really had, each other to to you know to work off of and and they would go off into a corner and work on their lines together and they were really supportive of one another and uh it it, it shows it really shows 
Yeah. There, there was something that struck me right away about this movie that I, and I'm not sure if this was by design necessarily or not, but the way that the film opens um, where we're introduced to these two separate couples um, and there's the way that they're interacting with each other feels very similar in a way. Their affection, these two couples for each other feels like they could have been either way. If these two junkies would have had a different lot in life, they've, a couple of small differences could have been made. They may have been this more fortunate couple in DC that was going down yeah. to, you know, have this dinner that night. And it, they could have been this couple, but they ended up they going down this been. path. And it feels like there was parallels being drawn. Was that something Parallel. that was by design? Yes, I'm kind of glad you you caught that. Okay. It was because I think anybody at any point in life with the choices they make, they could have been in a different place. And I I wanted to I wanted to everybody to sympathize with the characters in the film, you know, because their will to survive obviously is, is you know, paramount to the film. It is really a, a film about survival, but it's um, it's also their um, uh, uh, um, their their motivations. Like you know, very early on, we find out that she, the the drug addict girl is she's pregnant, so she has her own set of motivations of doing what she's doing. And and you know, and you look at them, and they're kind of lost, and you, you kind of feel for them, and you know what could have been if the circumstances had been different. And then at my character, you look at and you could say, well, you know, I don't really sympathize with her. She was born with a silver spoon in her mouth and she comes from a privileged background, but she comes from a place of mourning. She's already lost somebody who's very yeah. near at the opening, at the top of the film. She's in mourning. So you kind of feel with her because mourning is, is a, a universal language, whether you're rich or poor, everybody mourns the same, the loss of those we love. And then, um, and then also something very terrifying happens to her in the film, you know, where she's already mourning someone and then something else happens. I don't want to give away too much. And she's in shock and terrorized. And she comes from a, a very protected background. She hasn't been subject to this kind of, you know, terror and lifestyle, you know, so she's kind of terrorized in her own way. And she, she, you know, you know, she's struggling at the top of the film and she, there's a sense of shock and I, you know, I, I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. And then obviously she becomes a little bit stronger and she's like, okay, I have to use my, my brain and try and figure a way out of this and, and a way to live. <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> but in the thing, it's it's the idea that anybody could be in this position, really. It's the kind of the, the parallels are being drawn in the this thing that, you know, we the film is never casting judgment on these two characters. And it's not casting judgment on anybody. It's just putting them in this situation and they make a mistake. And this is the sort of the consequences. And you take this one mistake and what happens after that mistake and the mistakes that happen after those mistakes. And yeah. so it's a, a natural, See, it feels thing, organic. The thing is, and the thing is also what, what I wanted to kind of uh, uh, um, explore is that it's when you're, uh, you know, if you're morally sound or your judgment is sound and you make a mistake of that sort or you have an accident, you're going to call a cop and you're going to say, hey, well, there's been an accident. But you're, if your judgment is impaired, well, what decisions do you make with that? And then what happens after that? Is and then also another thing I, I wanted to explore. You know, uh, we're so kind of um, a little bit blasé with with uh, with with uh, 
horror and terror and 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 crime, you know, um, and it's one thing to you know to have an accident, but when you have to make a decision based on um, something that's gone wrong or an accident. Again, you know, we, we, you talk about killing, but if you really had to do it, I mean, God forbid anybody have to make that decision. It's not as easy as, you know, these films, you know, they make it out, you know, you pull a gun and, you know, whatever in these crime films. And you're mm-hmm. like, it's not, if you had to do it, it's not that easy. Well, like, how do you make that decision? Yeah, not not to give anything away, but um, there's a moment in the basement um, that's when your character is something bad could happen to her in this moment. And, you know, it, it, it pulls, there's tension that builds where he's, she might end up getting killed in this moment and it just builds and builds and builds. And you really do play and explore that area of this isn't just something that's an immediate snap decision. We're going to do this. There's actual weight. That's these are good. These are moral people that are making really bad choices to me is what that feels like. Because their essence isn't bad. Like when you see Casey at his mother's graveyard and, you know, he's been through pain and grief and maybe turned to drugs because of some bad choices. And he's trying to figure his way out, but making bad decisions. But, um, you know, I don't think he he set out to be a bad person. Like his father says, he's a good kid. He's he's in his essence is a good kid, but he's just in this situation where he's just like, well, I don't know what, I don't know which way to turn, you know. So yeah, it's 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 kind of a little it's a little tragic where they find themselves in many ways. No, so I, I, I want to explore the psychological as well as the terror. And, you know, and uh, a lot of people are asking me, well, you know, what, where, where do you draw your emotions from? And I'm like, well, I mean, I've, I've been in a, in, in, in um, a lot of, I've, I've been in a lot of, uh, dangerous situations myself for want of a better word i've i've lived and worked all over the world and you know i i I, i've worked in countries where i had to sleep with a knife under my pillow oh my god (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. well you know as a woman you have to watch out for yourself and you know when when you're in a you're working in a in a tough area or you know you kind of take precautions and you're like well i'm gonna protect my ass (laughs) you know so uh, uh but uh, you know and and they're like well where where did you draw these emotions upon i'm like well you know i've i've um i haven't had an easy life uh so i know about survival uh that's one thing but the other thing uh is y- you know uh you have a, a drug addict swinging a, a, a metal uh, uh, fire poker inches above your head. I mean, I just had to really be uh, present in my own fear and terror. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and if you looked at him the way he looked in the film, I mean, he's scary. He just looking at him. I mean, I remember uh, when we were doing uh, table reads, uh, he went outside. Uh, we were doing the table reads on the estate because we want to take them around and show the place. And he went, went out outside in the yard and he shaved his own head yes that was his own doing and his I don't haircut know on the, that he yeah the crazy <laughs> the drug addict haircut and I and 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 they were staying in a you know in a decent hotel and I was like 
are you okay walking through the hotel lobby like this? You know, I don't want people to, you know, I don't want you to get kicked out of the hotel or anything. He was like, no, I wear a hat everywhere. <laughs> Cause I was like, anybody seeing you like this, you kind of look scary, even when you're not in costume and makeup. And he was like, no, 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 I've been wearing a hat. And he said, the other day I walked in somewhere and everybody was staring at me and I couldn't figure out why. And I was like looking around me and then I was like, oh, I don't have my hat on. <laughs> Yeah, he, he's, looks uh, he definitely, um, but even more than the haircut, his performance, though, is phenomenal in the movie. It, it's really, and he has a lot that he has to do. He has a, a, ton, a ton of, he's all, it's not a one note performance. He's all oh, over the no. map with this. No, absolutely. That's why he's, his role and and the role Jackie Vanny Annabelle plays was really paramount to the film. He, he d- d- did a lot. It must have been, and it's his first lead role. And he, yeah, he, I was just he wowed every it. day. Huh? And he crushed it. He did great. He crushed it. He really did. But he crushed it in the audition as well. Like he, he really did. He bought it and we were just like, wow. Well, he, and um, yeah, he's a, he's a theatrical actor. He does a lot of theater work and, and, uh, and, you know, and him and Jackie just, they were I, I I just watching them together. I was just like, wow, we 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 made a good choice here. <laughs> I, I have to to ask one question though, because you're shooting this in the middle of a pandemic, and one thing that we've all had to deal with in the last you know two years now at this point is you know wearing our pajamas every day to work and not getting dressed and getting out, and you choose yeah. to do a job where you're literally going to be in your pajamas the entire shoot. <laughs> It was great. It was very comfortable. How, how Most cozy. comfortable costume I've ever had in all the films. I didn't have to wear high heels. I didn't have to, you know, none of that. It was awesome. I was no, in my. No, I, it was it was a smart choice. I was like, she looks like you know you you have to show up and look tense in the moment, but then after that, totally comfortable. Right, 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 right. Yeah, it was, and uh, and we had. Uh, I actually saved one of the pajamas and the and the robes as my little onset souvenir because I wore it every day for two weeks. But we had different, you know, we had the clean ones, and then we had torn up ones, and then mm-hmm. we had bloody ones, and it just progressed from from bad from bad to worse as the film went on. Um, but I, the clean one I, I kept. It's my little souvenir, and it's my little comfort blanket, and. Uh, but yeah, and uh, and I, I did all my I did all my own stunts in those. We um, we did have a stunt double for me, but I ended up doing it. So when when I'm rolling down the hill, that's really yeah. me rolling down the hill, and and that's really me being strangled. And so I I I I kind of threw myself in there. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna sink or swim. <laughs> yeah. And I was I ended up badly bruised a couple times, especially some of the rolls down the hill. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, it was funny because, um, yeah, Nick Nick didn't know how brave I was about doing stunts. So, so the day we were going to shoot the the roll down the hill, um, he he had the stunt double and he had me. And uh, and then uh, as when we were rehearsing the scene, I said, "Let me just try it. Maybe I can pull it off." Like he didn't think I was going to really go for it. And I really did. But the thing is, because it was autumn and it was very slippery everywhere, the leaves and the rotting, Mm -hmm. any which direction you took a step in, you would easily roll and you couldn't control the roll because it was so slippery and so wet. 
and um and and I was like, let me just try it. And the camera wasn't rolling, of course. I wish it had because the first roll was so perfect, and I landed exactly where I was supposed to land. And the and we were just and it was just perfect. And we were like, oh shit! And then I had to do it three more times. And then I think the last time I did it, he was like, oh, can you roll down here? And there was a big log down there. And yeah, if you try rolling down, do not try rolling down a log because I had bruises all down my backside. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. That well, was painful. <laughs> well, yeah. And it's, it's, I mean, your role is it's a very physical role though. I mean, you're spending the majority of your screen time, you're running really. Running it's, for my you, life. Yes. <laughs> I'm either life. running for my life or I'm fighting for my life. It was a very physical role. Um, so I, I, I was very, very exhausted. And when I wasn't on set as a actor, I had to be on set as a producer. So I was kind of burning the, the candle at both ends. And uh, I was at the end of the day, I was very, very exhausted, but it was, it was a joyful exhaustion because I could see what we were making and I could see it was working and we were getting great performances. And like you said, it really is a performance film. It's, and, uh, and even Eric Roberts and, and bless him. I mean, he's such a legend. Oh, yeah. um, and, and we had him, we had him, I think for three days and the, the, and we had him on set the last day. And that was actually when we shot the last, the very last scene. And I'm not going to give it away. Um, but uh, he turned to us all and he said, he said, it's, it's, it's very rare that I'm on set. He's like, I'm, I'm, I'm on, I, I'm on set and I see like one or two good performances here or there, but it's rare that I'm on a set where everybody is just giving it 110% and knocking it out of the park. And you guys just, and I was like, wow, to hear that from Eric, I, I kind of blushed. I was like, okay, thank you. I don't know where to put that, <laughs> but thank you. <laughs> I mean, Eric, he's worked with the best of them all. So, I mean, he's done everything. So that's a huge compliment. He's done everything. And, you know, it's such, you know, the volume of film that he has done is just such a testament to his love of film and cinema, if anything. And he's just like, you know what? I'm working every day and I love it. And, the, and I love my life. And, uh, and I'm like, wow. Well, I mean, what you can't ask for more than that. The, the scene that he has the, with his son um, in the beginning of the film, you just watch that moment. And it's just, I, I was just reminded and it, it's just, God damn, he's good. He's so good. And it's just so in that good. one little moment. And then yeah. like, there's a shadow of him kind of throughout the entire film. And he bookends the movie at, kind of at both ends of it, but you can yeah. feel his presence a lot more than that with him only having been there three days. It feels like he's in it a lot more than that. I think a lot more. Yes. Well, we, we kind of designed it that way. So he was throughout the whole film. Um, but um, yeah, he's, his his presence is awesome. It was just, I, I, I just, I just learned being around him and just soaking <laughs> stuff in from him. Yeah. Of course. And yeah. so when, can people see the film and how can people see the film? When is it being released? So it's coming out theatrically on January 14th and then it's going to VOD, but we, we haven't decided where it's going on VOD. So stay tuned or <laughs> catch it at a cinema near you. <laughs> and I, I got to ask kind of a personal question also. Um, how often do people misspell your name? <laughs> A lot. Yeah. They, they, I, I get, well, my, I, 
it wasn't my birth name um and it was a it's it was given to me by a spiritual teacher and i just really loved it and kept it so and it 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 became very lucky for me so i can't i can't knock it it was originally oh, no, no, sarah. i wasn't knocking it at all oh, no, no, no 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 i'm not saying you are but it was originally sarah with an with an a but i mm-hmm. i spelled it a little differently because you know nobody calls Sarah with an A, Sarah, they still see Sarah. So I was like, okay, Sarah. But yeah, a lot of casting directors, when I first walk in the room, they're like, Sarah, is it Sarah? Is it Sarah? (laughs) They always ask me, but hey, it works. (laughs) No, it it absolutely does. But it was one of the, I just, when I was looking it up and I saw, I'm like, did did I, it's my immediate reaction. It's like, did I misspell this? I must've done something wrong. It's just, you see that and your head gets trapped in that thing. So, okay. Yeah. It's actually a biblical name. Yeah. Oh. It's a yeah, 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 yeah. She was one of, I think, Isaac's uh, grandchildren, and she's one of the very few females who are mentioned in the Old Testament in the Torah. And uh, so, from that, we know that she was a very powerful female, and uh, Isaac blessed her with immortality. She went up directly; she didn't die. So I was like. Okay. <laughs> the Old Testament. So is that it's the the Torah. The, yeah, the Torah. So Kabbalah is that the? the I study. Yeah, I, I okay. study Kabbalah. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Excellent. Yeah. Well, so uh, th- thank you for taking the time to do this, and I appreciate it. And and thank I, you. I appreciate it. I appreciate your time, and thank you for watching our film. And I'm 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 I hope everybody enjoys it, and as much as we enjoyed making it. Well, I think that shows that comes through. There's that this doesn't feel like a cynical film at all. You can feel the passion that went into this, and you can feel that the people who made it really did care about what they were doing. It shows they, they did. There was a lot of love on set with the actors, everybody. The thing is, because again, we were making a COVID friendly film because we shot it on the estate where it happened, and there was old people around. You know, my my husband's family. So we we didn't want to make a, a film with like fifty people. So it was a very tight crew and there was a lot of heavy lifting for everybody. Um, So it was definitely a a lot of love went into it. And I think it comes across. I I agree. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. You can tell that it's a, it's a small film that was made by a group of passionate people. It just shows. And that's one of those things that I don't know that you can necessarily tell when it's not there. But when it's there, you definitely feel that, that, that kind of energy. It just comes through somehow. And well, so that's great. That just made my day because I love <laughs> cinema. I really do. I, I, I was in my formative years. I was a, I was a, uh, I call myself a mini cinephile because I've met people who are real cinephiles, but I would watch like two or three films a day, sure. every day. So, and I have a great love and respect for, for cinema and movie making and, uh, yeah. So if that comes across, then yay. Awesome. Well done. Made my day. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> well, th- thank you for taking the time. And and I'm definitely recommending that people check this movie out because I think it's, it's, there's a lot of fun to be had here and I will not give away the ending, but it was one of those things where it, it's such a dark, wonderful ending that I, I laughed because of how it was just, it went <laughs> It went to a place I wasn't <laughs> expecting it to go. And it, and it, it just, we're not expecting that, were you? I don't know that that's the appropriate reaction, but I was really happy with the ending because, yeah, it was just. There was a little bit of redemption. There was a little bit of redemption. There was a little light at the end of the tunnel there. (laughs) (laughs) But then you, 
if you take it that one step further and you like kind of what will this life actually be considering those people, it could be depending on you and how hopeful you are. This is either a really dark ending or it's a happy ending. That's, I don't know. And so, and I love that it has a little bit of uh, ambiguity because it's painted to look like there's the slightest bit of redemption there, but it could be pretty dark if you're following through kind of thinking through what has happened. So could be, could be. <laughs> well, I like that there's a, there's an interpretation there as well. So you can make what you want. <laughs> well, th- thank you again for taking the time today. It was really nice thank to meet you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Likewise. Happy holidays. Happy holidays to you. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Time enough to figure you out. Time enough to write this down. Wish me luck, give me hope.
always crack.